Alrighty, welcome everybody to The Higher Perspective, episode two. It's your girl, Kenzie Simmons, your host, and I'm so excited to have you here with me. If you're new, welcome to The Higher Perspective, where we puff and discuss whatever the fuck I want to. (laughs) To be quite frank, it's just whatever I'm feeling, whatever I'm feeling drawn to, discuss, that's what we tackle Um, So this episode, episode two, we are going to be touching on a little bit of mm, men versus women, I guess, is a good way to put it. Because everywhere I look on social media these days, I mean, y'all are just tearing each other up, honey. I mean, I'd be scrolling on Facebook like men hate the women and, you know... They don't know how to submit and no one knows how to cook and do laundry no more. And then we got the women talk about how the men ain't shit and they don't know how to provide and they don't make no money no more anyways. And I'm just like sitting back (laughs) watching the fucking flames burn. I'm like, I need to try to put some water on this fire, on this here fire and put some of this mess out, honey, because we all need each other. There are roles that the masculine energy plays and there are roles that the feminine energy plays. And ain't nothing going to be right until there's a balance of both. And that's within ourselves and within our relationships. Honey, don't get it twisted. Okay, so that's what we're going to be discussing today. I didn't really even want to go there, but I keep just having things to fucking say and I'm just going to get it out. So... Um, that's where we're headed today. If you are interested, you want to hear what the fuck I gotta say, then just keep on listening. If you're listening, um, over on YouTube, then hey, yes, we are on YouTube. If you're more of a visual, um, motherfucker, like, I'm totally a visual person. I like to watch. So if you are interested in that, head on over to YouTube and you can just search me up, The Higher Podcast. No, The Higher Perspective. Um, And you can find us there. Otherwise, if you're on any other streaming podcast platform, hello, hello, how you doing? I'm so grateful for you too. And yeah, just thank you for your time and attention today. So (laughs) without further ado, let me get a little sippy sip here. Ice mountain, fresh spring water. (laughs) All right. So, yes, we're going to puff. And I already have a um, cone over here. Rolled, rocked and rolled. I don't know if you guys can hear that paper. A little ASMR action. Yes. um, I got a pre-roll. So, this is a paper. Um, This is a high hemp cone. These are my favorite. These are my absolute fucking favorite um i used to smoke raws um i went tobacco free actually about three years ago um i haven't i mean if i have to smoke a a stick like an actual swisher or a dutch or something heaven forbid a backwood um (laughs) like i will but if i'm buying and i'm smoking my own shit it's gonna be through a paper a hemp wrap or a glass vase if you know what i'm saying so yeah i'm 27 years old i'm in a legal state so i'm not breaking any laws or anything like that but i do love plant medicine it saved my life and so yes that's where we are and if you smoke papers and you're sick of raws because 
I don't know if y'all have heard, there is apparently like toxins or metals or some kind of bullshit up in raw papers, which I already had transitioned to my high hemp at that point because I love them. They burn slower, they burn more even. Um, so I already had dropped my girl raw, but <laughs> if you're looking for an alternative or if you're interested in going, you know, tobacco free, check out high hemp's. They have hemp wraps that smoke just like a blunt and it's a great tobacco free alternative. This is not sponsored by high hemp wraps, although it sounds like this is a high hemp um, sponsorship. It's not, I just genuinely love them. So that's what I will be smoking on. I have a little even, um, what you call it, roach clip so that my hands don't get like stinky and that I don't, so I don't burn my nails. Um, when we get down to the end, even though I'm not smoking all of this. Um, but yeah, roach clip. I'm such a bougie little smoker. I can't help it. <laughs> Your girl's a little bougie, okay? Don't come for me. Don't come for me. But if you are also a person who partakes in the ganja, ganja babe, my sweet ganja babe. <laughs> That's an actual song. You should look that up. It's called Ganja Babe. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and light up. Let's puff and let's discuss. Let's get into it. Let me clip my mic on while I smoke. <laughs> okay, I hope that sounds okay on the mic end. It's just temporary while I indulge. Up, up, and away we go. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, it smells phenomenal. It's really earthy. I wish I knew what strain this was, but y'all know my flower comes from the streets. Okay, I'll buy cartridges and edibles and other little treats from the dispense but <laughs> yeah no my flower my flower's gonna come from my guy you know what i'm saying there we have it so Yes, honey. We gotta we gotta get into it today because y'all been fighting. <coughs> Straight up, y'all have been fighting on Facebook and even a little bit on TikTok. Like I don't know when it became the common ideology that women don't need men and men don't need women. Like, we need each other, okay? And I am going to speak um, kind of generally as far as he, she, man, woman. But really, um, it all is going to apply no matter if you're non-binary or you're queer or you're just not in a heteronormative relationship. No fear, because your girl is queer. That is right. <laughs> we got bars already. But yeah, I am queer. My socials, if you want to follow me, are queer and cosmic. And that's on Instagram and TikTok. 
So feel free to follow me there. If you want to check out my personal account. Um, yeah, but I am queer. I'm pansexual. So if you don't know what pansexual means, it basically means I like people, not parts. So I'm open to man or woman, a non-binary or trans person. Like my, I completely am more interested in like the connection and um, your character and, you know, all the other actual important shit. <laughs> the parts can be swapped out. It's interchangeable for me. So um, I understand that not everybody follows a heteronormative relationship and that I'm really speaking more to the masculine and feminine energies that are within all of us. Every single one of us has a balance of masculine and feminine energy. Some more masculine and some, you know, less than others. It's all an individual scale that kind of varies person to person, which is where you get androgyny and which is where you get trans people that someone may be born in the body of a man, but their energy is heavily feminine. So they feel uncomfortable in their body until that aligns with how they feel on an energetic level. So I'm going to try to speak generally into energies, but if I do happen to slip and say, you know, he, she, man, woman, y'all know what I mean. Okay. Just, just, just follow with me here. Okay. Because I saw this, um, prompt. We're going to start with this prompt I saw on TikTok, which says, bro, I pay half her bills and she still won't submit to me. let y'all just kind of sit with that for a moment bro i pay half her bills and she still won't submit to me first of all <laughs> half <laughs> and then the second part was women don't want a roommate that's the fact women do not want a roommate nor do they want to be your mother that's something that I think is like commonly mistaken because the traditional gender roles have been taught to us in America that the woman cooks, the woman cleans, the woman raises the children. The woman is supposed to stay beautiful and, and just can't wait to suck her husband's fucking dick and just basically to be, I mean, to be very obedient, to be very submissive to the man. The man's job traditionally is to make the money, to be the provider, right? The financial stability. And so with that conditioning, we already have a problem. <laughs> We've already got a problem because the world has changed how fucking much since that since those traditional gender roles were really valued and held in like a really high regards like my grandparents generation it was very much the woman that was what's expected of you women didn't go out and work women didn't have the opportunity really to do so um let alone the desire because it just wasn't expected of them as times have changed women are wanting more out of life not only because, pick my microphone back up, 
<laughs> not only because um, it's available to us now as it wasn't before, but because, <clears throat> I mean, I hate to say it, but the men aren't, they're not, they're not providing like they used to. And I don't mean that with all the weight on the man. What I will say is this. <clears throat> what I will say is this. We live in a patriarchy. If you don't know what that word is, if you literally do not know what that word is, pause the podcast, Google it and come back. Okay. So you understand what I'm about to say. We live in a society that was built by white men for white men. We live in the system built for rich men by rich men. Okay. The system does cater to men when it comes to financial and career opportunities. Right? Men are literally paid higher to this day still. Men are paid more. Women are paid less per dollar in the United States as it always has been throughout the entire history of this fucking nation. So, yeah. It actually makes sense from a logical perspective, gender roles and gender norms aside, for men to be expected to provide in a relationship. It's one of the things that they can really offer because statistically and systemically, it is the system is set up for them to do so. So that should be something that you are bringing to the table as an attribute or value in a relationship. I can understand how we how we got there. But it just doesn't apply to modern day. Growing up, there were some houses that I... I was born in 1995. <laughs> okay, so I'm 27. So I grew up in a two-parent house, income household. Like my mom went to school and, and worked and then my dad always had worked but there were some households that still only had a single income very very few it was already beginning to be phased out by the mid 90s okay it's 2023 now we're 27 years past that point we've had so much change in our society in our economy in politics in taxes, in wages, and in inflation. I mean, everything has changed, right? So the same old shit ain't cutting it no more. You know what I'm saying? Like women have to, it's not even like women should stay home and work. Women can't, they can't afford to. Like it's taking two incomes anymore to make it in a household, let alone if you have kids and extra things like that. So... With that being said, the fact that women now make their own money. When men come to the relationship with the expectation that, okay, well, I make a lot of money, so that's it. You my bitch now. Cook my food, do my laundry, you know, da 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 It don't really hit the same, you know, because we're already doing... We're already doing that, a lot of us, for ourselves. Like, there's so many women out there that support themselves independently. Okay? So you have to be able to offer something more than just your pocketbook. 
And so many times, like, I get it. It's like men are so run by their ego. They want to be that provider. They want to feel like they're, you know what I mean? They're the man. They're doing the thing. They're providing that financial stability for their family or for their girl. But, like, what else is there to offer? And that's where I think a lot of it stops is they think that's enough. <laughs> and that they don't have to actually be a decent human being. They don't have to like heal and go on the journey. And I'm not saying this is exclusively applicable to men, but as someone who has dated both men and women, the lack of emotional intelligence and maturity is astounding. <laughs> I mean, astounding. Like, I'm not going to really go into that. That can be a different episode. But what I'm saying is a lot of women, I think, feel the same. It's like, we're wanting a fuller package now. And especially if you're wanting a woman to submit to you as a man, you need to lead. We're not just going to get down on our knees and start. It doesn't really make sense for you to expect a woman to submit to you without showing her first, I can lead. Not only can I lead myself, Right? Like, am I a well-rounded person? What other characteristics and value do you have to offer outside of your penis and your pocketbook? Sir, let me know. <laughs> if you can't list three things right now, then it's time for you to actually, like, do the fucking work on yourself. I know it's not mainly, I know it doesn't sound like, just letting you know, if you want to find an actual good woman and keep her, you need to be able to stimulate her mind, okay? Compliment her soul. See her ethereal spirit, okay? And appreciate how it makes you feel whole. That's actually from one of my poems I wrote called Pretty Girl Like Me. It just kind of fit in there. I don't know, I might edit that out. <laughs> um, but yeah, moral of the story I'm just trying to say is, you know, to look at it from the other perspective and understand that, um, yeah, we just don't want to be, you know, your mama, really. If you if you are a fully functioning adult and you can keep your own household clean, if you can do your own laundry, and um, you know, wash your own dishes, like, yeah. Not your mama, okay? Like, it's dual effort. We're both adults here. That's something that I feel like it's so fucked up in relationships. Even though I have been. I've been the girl that cleaned the house, did the grocery shopping, you know. He just gave me the card, and I went and took care of shit around the house. And, and I maintaining a household is, like, work. It is. And I didn't mind it because I was being taken care of financially, um, but that did not really end so well for me because I was in a vulnerable place where I had just finished school. I hadn't secured a new job or position in order to support myself. The first time since I was like, 
I don't even know. I've been working since I was 15, 16. I, you know, it ended up throwing me into a spiral. I, um, yeah, that's a whole story in and of itself. <laughs> I basically had to start from ground zero, like moving with my grandparents and, um, was basically homeless for a couple weeks until an opportunity came but it's situations like that where women don't want to trust you to lead them and then you lead them into a brick wall um because it was um not handled in the appropriate way i was definitely very um, mistreated, uh, borderline like traumatized from how I was treated during that breakup. It was kind of like scary because I felt like I never had seen this person ever before. Like I had been with him for almost three years at that point, living him, living with him for two. And it wasn't until you see someone who doesn't feel like they need you anymore. You really see their true fucking colors and it's terrifying. So why would we want to put ourselves in that situation? Like a lot of us want to actually have our own careers. We want to have our own money and own opportunities. We just want more out of life than being so-and-so's wife. I'm not dogging stay-at-home moms. I know being a mom is literally the hardest thing probably in the world. That's the reason I have intentionally not had children yet. I am, I don't, I don't want the responsibility. I'm selfish. I, I really don't want to, I don't want to sacrifice what it takes to raise a child, at least to do it the right way. And as someone who's adopted, I just understand the weight of that life. That's a life that you're bringing into this world and you are responsible for feeding and sheltering and loving and raising and it's expansive as fuck, even outside of all the, you know, emotional and mental hardships and physical exhaustion that you go through. And yeah, I'm just, <laughs> really, I'm not, I'm not there. And, and I, there's not a partner or a person in my life that I feel like uh, would really be of, of value, like to bring into my life in such an intimate way to raise a child and that's for that's a for life situation or at least it should be whether you are romantically involved with the other parent of your child you should be able to put it aside for the the well-being of that child yeah that doesn't always happen does it but like women need the intellectual and emotional aspects really to feel fulfilled and stimulated like in a relationship at least that's just me shit maybe it's just me i don't fucking know but i feel like there's a lot of other intelligent uh independent women that out there like myself that have career goals and but would also they're open to being soft and submissive for the right individual but you have to show that improve you know, over time with your actions with consistency and show that you are going to show up for yourself, for the relationship. Because then naturally, she going to want to fold your, your dirty undies. She's going to want to have a hot plate of food coming ready for you when you come home. Or at least a takeout. Shit, if she don't cook, she'll have some food there. Something. You know, she'll have you a couple blunts rolled, you know, for after work. She'll 
kick it with you in the room while you gaming. You know, she'll do little things that she doesn't really want to do, but she'll do them to appease you and to love you. That's what women do. We nurture. That's the feminine energy. The feminine energy is soft. It's nurturing. It's comforting. It literally brings life into this world. It's creation. It's magic. Okay, but y'all not finna get it if you doing the bird fucking minimum. That's just how it is, point blank, period. And what I'm trying to, I'm starting to think is like, this is a question for the men. Do y'all actually like women? <laughs> because women like men. Women love men. I mean, if you're straight, women, the feminine energy loves and needs the masculine energy to balance it out. It really does. Like, that's what I feel like. The, like, if you look around at the universe, everything is just perfectly balanced and perfectly created. You know, the male and female body is made to procreate. It's just everything is perfectly designed. And there's a balance of masculine and feminine within everything. So it's a natural thing for them to want to integrate and to be cohesive together. So I feel like with men, it's so superficial. Like... It's like, okay, if I have, like, big muscles and, like, big bank, then, like, you like me, right? And that's the disconnect. Because guys, like, low-key be doing stuff for guys. Like, all the cars, all the muscles, all the... Like, I feel like guys even get girls for guys. Like, to impress other men. You know what I mean? It's like a trophy wife type of thing. Like, that's what I mean also. But like, do men even like women anymore? Looks do fade. Like, gravity takes its toll. The tatas are gonna not gonna be perky in forever. It's a little strange. And I don't know. As a woman who loves other women, other specifically women's bodies, I mean... I like I like a mature woman's body. Like I'm not I'm not dogging on fake titties or fake ass. Makes you happy, boo. Do you? To be fucking honest, but I'm just saying, as a woman who loves other women, something sexy, filled out, full figure, mature. Like, yes. I, this is going so off fucking kilter. This is gonna have to be edited out. <laughs> This is so off fucking kilter. I don't know what to tell y'all. Other than get it together and look in the mirror. We're all worried about what the fuck he doing, she doing, whatever they doing. We really need to be worried about what the fuck we're doing. Okay. Because women, if we are not also doing the work to heal that hyper-independence, heal our insecurities, to heal our past trauma wounds from relationships or just life in general, um, it's going to carry over into our relationships and it's going to carry over into how we love ourselves and how we love others and how we perceive society in the world. So... It's important to make sure we're also looking at the man in the mirror. Mm -mm. Like MJ said, 
I'm starting with the man in the mirror. Hey, I'm asking him to change his ways. No message could have been any clearer. If you want to make a world a better place, take a look at yourself and then make that change. Make that change. I think a lot of it is just not recognizing the strengths in the other um, party and not realizing like lowering our egos, both women and men, and realizing that, you know what, we do need each other, like at the end of the day. And if we each took acknowledgement and accountability for our own fuck ups, then we could probably meet in the middle with a mature and honest conversation um, with our partners about what the issues are, what needs are not being met, you know, and allowing ourselves the room to actually grow and learn from it and do better. And until that happens, it's just going to continue to be a bunch of fucking bullshit and it's just getting so out of pocket now like i'm saying for real all i see is like men dogging on women's bodies oh that's why yo insert misogynistic slur here <laughs> and i'm like damn <laughs> like damn I just be reading some of this rude ass shit and I mean women do it too but the thing is like our shit be true <laughs> our shit be true no I'm just playing but uh yeah I don't know I just think it, there needs to be a coming to the middle a come to Jesus meeting at some point and just talk it out but it's it's never going to work unless you're honest with yourself about what you need, what you need to improve on personally. And make sure that you are creating space for your partner because the moment you don't, that shit going just like that. Just like motherfucking that. So, yeah, because I honestly can say um, as a pansexual person, I just feel like I never get the um, the depth of connection with cis straight men. It's like really hard. And I, I'm wondering and contemplating that part of it now could very well be just because men are, you know, trained to be stoic, to be very harsh and, um, you know, strong and solid and to be that foundation, you know, for their partner and or just like the, to be the man of the house, you know, like a lot of times there's younger boys who get thrown into the man of the house role. Um, and that's because that house full of feminine energy needs that strong masculine foundation to really 
lead them and to support them and to provide for them. So I think when you're in that position and you're taught, you're conditioned to not show emotion because emotion is in a, uh, the equivalent to weakness or to being a fucking pussy or, you know, whatever. It always has a negative connotation associated with men showing emotions or men specifically crying. You know, I can see why it it may be a little hard for, y- for y'all to open up and to show us that there is more emotionally mentally spiritually to you there's more depth than just what you can give us in this third dimension like in this reality and that's another reason why i really enjoy dating women and androgynous um people because there's depth there's substance and it's so authentic and it's just when you have that emotional and mental connection it only heightens the physical it only heightens like everything else and like that's I think a reason like you know you haul lesbians they always say like move in super quick or move super fast is because yeah they're connecting on a, a level that supersedes I think what most men even could fathom to be completely frank just my opinion every person has their own needs and things that are more more or less important to them like for men I know a lot of it is physical capacity I feel like that's like a pretty animalistic urge like you know everywhere in nature that's happening so so as humans that have the gift the blessing and the curse (laughs) of having a higher consciousness um I think it's important that we do something with it that we utilize it for good not evil and that we really try to put as much good back into the world as we can because we do a lot of harm (laughs) as humans we do a lot of harm to the planet we do a lot of harm to ourselves and you know i've really been making this um correlation recently a lot of people have been saying that dolphins are like sadistic. <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, but dolphins are notorious for having kind of erratic behavior in the water. They're known for um, puffing on, I don't know if it's another fish or if it's like a certain uh, plant or like reef coral, something in the water that either grows or lives like at the bottom of the ocean. They eat it or snorf it or whatever and it gets them high <laughs> they have i believe the higher consciousnesses of animals in the ocean um so much like humans on earth they are one of the more conscious in water and they you know they are one of the few species that does things like gets high they're one of the few species that i believe procreates for pleasure instead of um, just procreation i believe they also there's some weird weird stories and you can google this you can search like scary dolphin stories or like weird dolphin stories and you'll see like they're known to just do very strange and kind of dark behavior like torture other weird shit so it's kind of twisted and i think it's really interesting i feel like if people would apply their behavior to us 
as humans in our society, they see quite a few correlations. I mean, let's just be fucking real here. Gets high for fun, puffs stuff, you know. Hey, we're puffing and discussing as we speak. It's normalized to drink poison on a regular basis to take the edge off and to alter our state of mind. Like, we have so many mind-altering substances from cigarettes, nicotine, cannabis, alcohol, not to mention all the other intravenous substances. We do all of these and we most definitely procreate for pleasure outside of, uh, or we most definitely have sex for pleasure outside of for procreation. You know, we, there's serial killers and, and strange, weird people and cause a lot of evil and darkness to exist on this planet. We, there's not much of a difference here. Like, it's kind of crazy when you look at it. From the outside perspective looking in and it's like ooh yeah we kind of we kind of fucked up like <laughs> we do all of that and more you know and we fucking are destroying the planet and we hate others based off of there's so much hatred and ignorance spread around the world for you know politics and religion and race and oh heaven forbid sexuality and um you know, it's just crazy how far we've, we've taken it when you really look at it. Now we've got men hating women and then women hating men and people banning drag shows who were then later exposed for dressing in drag in their youth. When we have an all-time high of mass shootings in schools, shouldn't we be focused on more important things? I mean, y'all know the type of corruption and bullshit that goes on, and I'm not going to get into all of it right now, but I'm, I really am just disappointed to see some of the regression um, politically, and that's all I'm going to fucking say. I don't like to talk politics on here. I may even cut that part, that part out because I really don't want to go there, but it just kind of all flowed into it, and I was just feeling very passionate. It's just to say, like... Let's look at ourselves. You know, we always do things and point the finger and there's always an excuse or a reason why X, Y, Z. And it's just like, let's focus on ourselves. Let's focus on the person in the mirror. Let's focus on our own self-development and growth. In healing, let's address our traumas, our triggers with professional, um, you know, help and assistance. And let's just do better. And let's learn to love one another. And let's just drop all the fucking bullshit. If we could all just drop our egos down a few notches. Love each other and love the earth a little bit more. This world would trans-fucking-form for the better. So, yeah. Just have an open mind when you're having discussions. Open your heart, open your mind, and close your fucking mouth sometimes. I think that's it. I've been thinking about, I have uh, just bought some Oreos and I've been thinking about the Oreos for the last like, 
like, ooh, I'm about to fuck these Oreos up. I'm about to fuck these Oreos up. Munchies attack. The munchies have officially smacked my ass. So, but yeah, thank y'all so much for watching. I really appreciate you if you're still here. That means the absolute fucking world to me. And um, yeah, make sure you, I don't know if you're on Spotify, if you can follow me. I don't really know how all this works yet. It's only my second episode. Um, but yeah, you can always find me on socials, on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Queer and Cosmic. I will see you guys next time.